Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the No Limits Podcast brought to you on the State Hornet Podcast Network. I am Mac Irvin III, as always, and joining me again is my good friend, Gary Singh. Gary, how are we doing today? What's up, Mac? What's happening? What's good? Doing good today? I see you rocking the Steelers gear. Yes, you yes. You know, I got I to gotta bring that out this week. You already know it's big time. What big time W we got. Yeah, well, speaking of that, I think it's time we take a look at a playoff picture. So we'll go in depth on if the playoffs were to start today, how would the matchup shake up and how we think things would play out. We're also going to get into top five teams at the moment, week eight. So that's about halfway. And then uh, we're going to go over our top three MVP candidates. Gary, let's go ahead and dive into the playoff picture. If the playoffs were to start today, we have the Buccaneers as the two seed, and they would play the Rams, who are the seventh seed. And then after that, we got Packers playing the Cardinals, and then the Eagles, who are currently in the lead of the NFC East with a 3-4-1 record, would play the Saints in Philadelphia. Gary, how do you think these games would shape out if they were to happen? So the first game would obviously be, like you said, the Bucks versus the Rams. I think that's an easy game to pick. I feel like that's a bad matchup for the Rams. And I would have to take the Bucks just because, as we've seen right now, that team is starting to click. As we know, Antonio Brown is coming back from all his all his troubles and joining the team this week. I actually just listened to his interview right now introductory press conference and you know he was saying all the right things you got I'm, I'm gonna give him without a doubt his second third fourth chance or whatever chance this is now to redeem himself and I thought he's gonna have a great impact on this team if he just plays his role so I'm gonna easily take the Bucks in that matchup to go to the next round yeah I think every matchup at this point is a bad matchup for the Rams uh I saw a meme on Twitter where it describes each team and there was a section called undercover trash I think that's where the Rams are at this moment because they don't seem to be able to compete with the big boys. I would take the Bucks, who are just flying high on life right now, and it seems like they're bringing in all the right players for this Super Bowl run right here. All right, moving on to the next wild card matchup, we got the Green Bay Packers taking on the Arizona Cardinals. See, this one's a little tough one. This could be played really, really close. In a regular year, I would actually go with the Packers more easily just because of the fact they would have home field advantage. But as we know, it looks like right now there's not going to be no home field in terms of fans being in the building. So uh, I'm stuck on that one, Mac. I want to say still Packers, but the Cardinals have just showed me a little something, that a little spark, and if they can hit the right run at the right time, I believe they can win, but... I'm going to take the Cardinals if it started today just because I feel like they're all hitting on all cylinders right now. Packers just not looking. Like we said, they can get pushed around because they're more of a finesse team. So I would actually take the Cardinals. But maybe if when playoffs start a little in a couple more weeks here, I might end up taking the Packers again. But right now, I'm going to take the Cardinals. Yeah, it really depends on which uh, Packers team shows up. You know, Do we get uh, pissed off Aaron Rodgers or do we get kind of the – NFC Championship game, Aaron Rodgers, the one that kind of slumped when it came down to it. So this Packers team is really confusing, and this Cardinals team is even more confusing than that because you don't really think of them as a strong team until you watch them play. Then you understand why they're in the position they're in. 
And at the start of the season, you know, it was my prediction that the Cardinals would finish two or three in the West just because of the power of that team. You know, Kyler's a boss. You know, he's got a great receiver now in DeAndre Hopkins. So it's a toss-up. This one could go either way. It depends on which team shows up on which day. But I think I'm going to have to stick with the Packers for this one. You know, they're usually pretty good first-round matchups. Yeah, Mm -hmm. moving right along, we got the hottest team in football right now, the Philadelphia Eagles. They take (laughs) on the New Orleans Saints. And because a divisional team has to host, it's. I don't think this one is as much as a given as we think it is. It's, and if we've seen the records of past teams that have made it in with a losing record, this game could go either way. I don't know who's thinking this would actually be like a tough game, even th- as in like it's going to be hard to pick because the Saints are just like you said, inconsistent. And they haven't really showed me what they were showing me last year. I mean, I thought they were going to take another step, adding Emmanuel Sanders to the receiving core and, you know, just being another weapon. But they still have a lot of weaknesses in terms of their defense. Not really good at all this year. And obviously, as we know, Michael Thomas has really hasn't been there for them. And that's one of Drew Brees' main go-to targets, you know. But I think I'm going to have to – I can't go with the NFC East team. Just I just can't go with it. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Even though we have seen many times Eagles spark up. I mean, they won a playoff game last year. They've won a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. So I could obviously see the Eagles spark up. But right now, I'm taking the Saints in a close one. You know what? I'm going to ride with uh with the pattern here. I'm going to say three losing teams make it into the playoffs. It's going to be three, three wins for the losing team in the first round. I'm going to take the Eagles over the Saints just because all, for all the reasons you mentioned, the Saints are a sketchy team. And I think, you know, the Eagles, they've been surviving off magic for the last four years. And who knows? I think they may, might have a little more left in it when it comes down to crunch time here. Mm-hmm. All right. That does it for the first round. Now we move on to the divisional round. And again, it would be top seed playing the bottom seed. So on my side of the bracket, it's uh, Seahawks versus the Eagles. Yeah, the Seahawks versus the Eagles here. I think this is pretty straightforward for me. I'm going with uh, Seattle to beat Philadelphia. I'm going to say they win by three points. Okay, okay. And I think my side of the bracket, it's going to be the Seahawks. Cardinals versus Seattle. Cardinals versus Seattle. Ooh, that is a tough one, too. But I'm going to go to rock with Seattle, man. Just, I'm going with Russell Wilson. He's been carrying this team, even though that defense is looking not as sharp as it needs to be. We've seen this nail biter before, just recently, as we know. And, you know, if Russell Wilson doesn't make a couple mistakes here and there, they're still they're 7-0. They're undefeated themselves. So, I'll I'll go with the Seahawks. All right. My next uh, game in that bracket, I would have the Buccaneers versus the Packers. And, again, we were talking about how the Packers failed to show up at crunch time. It would be here against Tom Brady and that team. So I would say that the Buccaneers would win probably decisively against this Packers team at the moment. Uh, yep, and I think mine actually then would be the Bucks versus the Saints. That's easy. I think the Bucks are going to prove this weekend when they play the Saints again to really show that they're the more dominant team, they're the more consistent team, and their defense is just going to really set them apart. And I think Tom Brady's not going to make mistakes. They're more, more, they're deeper on the receiving core. Their line protects Tom Brady. And especially if they can get the running game going, I just don't – just not looking like Drew Brees is – until we see Michael Thomas comes back and Drew, Drew Brees get that spark, 
I'm just not going to believe in my preseason pick of the Super Bowl, which was the Saints. So I'm actually going to go with the Bucks. All right. And that leads us to the same NFC championship game. I don't think that's a major surprise to anybody, but it would be the Seahawks versus the Buccaneers. I'm still going to rock with the Seahawks. I, I know their defense is atrocious, but I think they have the ability to put up way more points than the Buccaneers. They were, they're a more cohesive unit. They've spent more time together than this Buccaneers team. You know, all those pieces just got assembled this off season. So I think it will come for the Bucks where they may have a chance to get to the Bowl. I don't think it's going to be this year, though. Different road, same destination. We both got the Bucks versus the Seahawks. And that is a tough one, Mac. That is a tough one right now just because – the Bucks seem like a more complete team. That's the only thing holding me back. They seem like a more complete team. But, see, I think later on in the season, I would actually pick the Seahawks just because I feel like the defense is going to start hitting in the right gear at the right time. But right now, I got to go with the Bucks, Mac. I got to go with the Bucks. They're just looking too complete. They're looking scary. Tom Brady going to another Super Bowl again. Man, Ooh. that would just be scary to see and talk about. Just what nobody wants to see. Yep, so I got the Bucks and you got the Seahawks going to Super Bowl right now. Yep. Now let's take a swing over to the AFC side of the bracket. So we've got to start all over. Your Steelers would have that first round by virtue of being the only undefeated team left in the NFL. So let's start with the next matchup. That would be Chiefs against the Browns. Browns back in the playoffs. Does it last very long? For me, no, not against the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs walk through the Browns here. They're about to give the Browns a spanking. They're about to send that boy. I was about to call him Johnny Menzel. <laughs> I was disrespectful. <laughs> now I'm in Baker Mayfield home. Even though I feel like maybe they might be better Odell in, in terms of when he's not on the field, it doesn't feel like Baker is forced it. I feel like when Odell's on the field, he's a little forcing, forcing the ball to make sure in the back of his mind, we all know he wants Odell to get catches and touches. But in this league, you got to play where it's open. You got to play when it's time is right and run the right plays when this time is right. I'm easy going to take the Chiefs. That's not even a question. Let's move on. Shout out to Baker Mayfield, who cost me my fantasy football game. He only drew, he'll score seven points at quarterback. What a terrible pickup that was. But I digress. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. We got the Bills and the Colts would be the next matchup. Again, another tough one to decide because both teams have you know, what I would consider pretty good defenses that for me, this is going to come down to the quarterback play. And uh, I think the experience of Phillip Rivers, I know he's kind of on the decline with what we've seen, but I think he will be able to do just that little bit more than Josh Allen, who needs just a little more time to develop his perfect pass. So I'm taking the Colts on this one. Quarterback play is going to be a big time difference. The Bills, I feel like, are knocking at the door in terms of things could start hit. We've seen, I've seen a lot of sparks in this team, a lot of sparks, a little up and down there in the middle of the pack, as we know, and they really could have a chance. But like you said, the Colts are showing a little something. They're really good on both defensive line and offensive line, protecting their quarterback. But I think I'm going to go with the Bills, Mac. I'm going to go with the Bills just because, like you said, the quarterback play, I feel like it's going to be slightly better. Phillip Rivers still hasn't shown me enough where he's going to help this team go over the hump. Even though this team has a lot of talent, as we know, I'm going to go with the Bills. All right. And I think this one will be a little bit of a surprising matchup for me to see in the wild card weekend. But we got Titans and the Ravens. 
what a what a matchup that would be if that happens on wild card weekend uh and that's gonna be really hard to predict a winner in there but uh because mm, the same matchup that happened in the divisional round last year where the titans came out on top uh I, you know what i'm gonna take him again i'm gonna say the magic holds out for one more game and i'm gonna say the titans knock off the ravens here the titans again okay you got them back-to-back years knocking out lamar i'm gonna go with that I'm gonna go with the that back the MVP, the former MVP of last year. I'm gonna go with the Ravens just because in my heart, I just don't want to see the Ravens lose again. It's kind of weird to say because I'm a Steelers fan, but I like Lamar Jackson. I just don't see Tannehill having that magic again to help them f- push forward. And we all know that team runs with Derrick Henry. So if they can be able to control Derrick Henry, it won't be that surprise. Trust me. It won't be a surprise this year like it was last year to them that Derrick Henry's coming. So I got the Ravens win that game. All right, let's move on to the divisional round. On my side of the bracket, I got Steelers and the Colts, since the Colts upset the Bills on my side of the bracket. And for me, this one isn't really much of a debate either. Steelers seem like the best team in the league on paper, good on both sides of the ball, maybe a little sloppy in the second half, but still the best team on both sides that has the best, the most complete team in the league at this moment. So I'm going to say the Steelers get this win over the Colts and go to two of the AFC championship game. Oh, mine's going to be a little Steelers versus the Ravens. That's going to be the matchup, I believe. Yeah. Because the (laughs) bills and the chiefs are two and three and the Ravens would be five if we win the division today. So that's going to be another, we've been taught that game just happened. And I think, you know, I, Ah, see, I want to pick, I'm picking my heart right now. My heart's telling me just say Steelers, (laughs) Steelers, Steelers. Don't worry about it. And I am going to pick the Steelers. That's because <laughs> not just my heart, but my head's telling me, too, as we've seen this weekend, we won that game on a gritty win when we can easily improve in so many different ways on that win. We can have a way better first half. Literally, we've been playing good halves. We haven't been playing a full game yet, I feel like. And that's something that the Steelers are working on, and it's great to see that we're grinding out these wins. And I feel like Big Ben still has some things to prove. And, yep, I just feel like the Steelers are going to win that game. I'm going to say take my heart, but also my head on this one. (laughs) That's what we like to tell ourselves, isn't it? (laughs) All right. And then for my other divisional matchup, I got the Chiefs and the Titans, a replay of last year's AFC Championship game. And I think it will play out exactly like last year's AFC Championship game. I think the Chiefs, will manage to overcome the Tennessee for a second straight year and go to their, what would this be, their third straight AFC championship game, I believe. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, it would. And so my matchup would be the Chiefs versus the Bills. And that's the easy one again. The Chiefs are having an easy road right now, looking like I got from my my, my bracket. And so, yeah, I got the Chiefs, no question. Right now, I believe they're the best team. So, I got the Chiefs. But I believe we have another same matchup in the AFC Championship game here. It's got to be the Steelers and the Chiefs. And I'm going to go with Kansas City. I think Patrick Mahomes is too good. I think he will overcome that defense. I know we were just talking about how you guys are the most complete team. But Mahomes is just on another level. Another level, and we'll get to that later when we jump, jump into the MVP conversation. 
This might come to a shock, but I'm going to pick the Chiefs. And the reason I'm going to pick the Chiefs because that is my preseason pick. And I don't want to play the Chiefs. Somehow, somehow, I hope they <laughs> lose. Because so, I think we could be every other team but the Chiefs. But the Chiefs, like you said, man, I just already called it beginning of the year. They're going to go back to back. And it just looked like they're just too dominant. And if our defense could step up, that would be nice. But people are sleeping on this Chiefs defense. They had a little, little rough, rough patch in the beginning of the year. Maybe a Super Bowl hangover. But they are really clicking all cylinders right now. They're showing again like last year. They clicked at the end. They're clicking a little earlier this year. And like Honey Badger and uh, Jones on the line, just really doing really good. And I just really feel like the, the, the Chiefs are just all around good team. And their offense is slightly better. Not slightly. They're a little like one step ahead of ours. And if, you know, that's still, that's still something to see if Steelers can get like, we can, we can get a shootout with somebody. I believe that. But just feel like it's Patrick Mahone's time. And, yeah, I feel like I got sad to say hurts my heart that the Chiefs over the Steelers because I want to see my seventh Super Bowl ring in the Steelers nations that we can claim. So I can start talking and saying, keep telling everyone that we have the most Super Bowls. I can't say that right now because we're tied with New England, which I hate to see. <laughs> All right. And we finally get to our hypothetical Super Bowls. On my side, I have the Seahawks versus the Chiefs. <laughs> and. Who do you got on your side? I believe it's the Bucks versus the Chiefs. Exactly. That is going to be a matchup. Both of these are great matchups. Who you got, Mac? Uh, so this one's so hard to pick because Seattle is my team. The cardiac kids, I love them so much, but <laughs> hate them at the same time. But but also, it's so hard to have a team repeat as Super Bowl champions. Like well, I don't think we've we haven't seen that for a long time. You tell to be able to come Mac. back and win another championship. Oh, it's it's so hard to pick, but you know. Oh man, you know what? I'm going to do it and I don't care how it sounds. No, I'm not. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chiefs because for two reasons. I think uh Mahomes will obliterate our secondary <laughs> and defense. And uh, there will be one of the highest scoring Super Bowls in modern history. And um, also, I'm hoping for a little bit of reverse psychology. If I pick us to lose, then we win, right? Mm, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, just looking at it, I think uh, the Chiefs definitely have a better defense than ours. It's not great, but it's better than ours, and, which isn't really that hard to achieve. And, you know, Mahomes and Wilson almost tit for tat when it comes to quarterback play. Got Metcalf against Hill. That would be an ex. That would be an awesome wide receiver matchup to see. So, you know, it hurts to say, but I think I'm gonna have to pick the Chiefs to repeat. But in my heart of hearts, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> Mac, why do we both say our hearts hurt by our teams losing? <laughs> but, because that's what we're supposed to do. Exactly. I was hoping you just go with your heart. It's mid-season. You could have just gone for it. <laughs> nah. But yeah, I think the truth. My like you said, my side of the bracket it's a little different than yours. I got the Bucks going Super Bowl versus the Chiefs again. A Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes matchup. Even like you said, that Russell Wilson versus Patrick Mahomes matchup. Both quarterback, just great superstar Hall of Famers on both sides. But I already said in the beginning of the year, I'm sticking with it. I ain't seen nothing that changed it. I got the Chiefs going back to back in the Super Bowl, being the goat Tom Brady to make sure to prove get. 
Patrick Mahomes goat status higher or higher or higher. You're trying to get those Super Bowls to maybe one day have that conversation between those two. And what would be better by beating him in the Super Bowl, which probably going to help him in the future when we maybe we do have this conversation of who will be the GOAT. And like you said, the Chiefs, I just feel like I have a higher ceiling on offense. Defensively, they – it's going to be a – I think, like you said, it can, it can be a high-scoring game, but I can see both games just being purely ugly by the defense. Just purely <sighs> ugly by the defense. Just just like, you know, when you think games are going to be so great, but the, and the opposite ends up happening, I feel like that can be the Super Bowl in terms of both situations and the both of those matchups. I got the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and our week going, what is it? Weeks eight mm-hmm. picks. Week eight picks. I got the Chiefs and you got the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. All right. And we apologize to all Kansas City Chiefs fans when you get knocked out early on in the playoffs and we look <laughs> like fools up here. But that is our picks. We have we have locked in the Chiefs as our midway Super Bowl champions. Let's jump into our top three MVP candidates. And I think a lot of these. I think a lot of people out there would give you the same probably three or four guys out there mm-hmm. for MVP right now. So who would you say are your top three MVP candidates at this moment? So I still got Russell Wilson so far through week eight as my number one. And I got number two, I got Patrick Mahomes. And number three, I got Tom Brady. So for the reason why I have Pat, uh, excuse me, Russell Wilson as number one, simply as a definition of most valuable player. You can't point to no other reason why that team is winning. You can't point to the defense. You can't point to great run game. You can't point, I mean, a solid run game, but not great run game. You really, everything points to Russell Wilson having projecting 50-plus touchdowns. I think that's the key. Every time we see someone who have 50-plus touchdowns, they won the MVP. For example, Patrick Mahomes a few years ago. So I feel like that's one of the benchmarks you're hitting. I feel like it's kind of similar to the NBA in terms of numbers. If you hit certain numbers, it's just like like when Russell Westbrook won the MVP in the NBA, you're having a triple-double. His team wasn't as good, unless, but that's not in the situation here with Patrick Mahomes. But in terms of numbers, when your numbers hit a certain mark, I feel like the league just got to give it to you. And I feel like everyone's just pushing for Russell Wilson to get one. As we know, he's been in the conversation for the last few years. But some the next two guys I named, Patrick Mahomes Tom Brady, are both psh, nip and tuck right at his neck. So Russell Wilson cannot fall off any which way because that boy Patrick Mahomes – is having has less turnovers, less interceptions, and is playing basically perfect. Only had that one game versus the Raiders, which was just a little weird game looking back at it now. And yeah, that the that Patrick Mahomes guy, you know, he's just he's on a different different level. And I feel like I hope just Russell Wilson can just hold it because I feel like the last couple of years, you know, he always he's always there. He always has one or two games where it just slips off for him, and that can be really due to his division just being tough and as it is. But that's just the facts. So I got Patrick Mahomes number two. Really close to Russell Wilson. And like you said, you can point to a couple different things of why they're winning. And led my last person, obviously, is uh, Tom Brady. And he has a good team around him. So I can't really give it to him yet. And he's been playing, like, especially the last two or three games, he's been playing more game manager than, like, dominant Tom Brady style. So that's my top three. And, like, obviously, two players looking outside are Aaron Rodgers and, like, um, Kyle Murray. I agree with you on two of your picks. I'm going to disagree with you on who's in third place. I'm going to say I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers in third place at the moment just because I think he's had a better overall body of work this season compared to Tom Brady. And I think Rodgers Rogers is one of the main reasons why the Packers are still seen as a force to be reckoned with because without him, they are not a playoff team. 
in any way, shape, or form. They have been, Packers have been carried by Aaron Rodgers. So what you said about Russell Wilson being the MVP of his team and the only reason why they're winning, I think that also applies to Aaron Rodgers. So that's why I have him at three. We've already talked about Patrick Mahomes. I have him at two. You know, it's just beautiful to watch that man sidearm balls all day mm-hmm. long on the field. And, uh, you know, he just brings a lot of excitement to the game of football. And I think he's definitely the most valuable player on the Chiefs and the second most valuable player in the league. But number one, I'm still going to go with Russell Wilson. He's fallen off just a tiny bit in the last couple games because the team hasn't really been rolling. We said, obviously, we had that struggling game against the Vikings and a little bit against the Cardinals. But, uh, you know, he was able to get it firing. He's, he's still throwing a lot of touchdowns through this early part of the season. Almost, I believe he's uh, closing in on a new record for most touchdowns through this point of the season. So, mm-hmm. yes. and like you said, he's the only reason the Seahawks are relevant right now. And the only reason why we are not winless at this point in the season is because True. of that man, Russell Wilson. So I think it's time he finally gets the respect he deserves. And I think he's going to go on to win this MVP. He's certainly my leader through these first eight weeks of the season. We're going to get out of here, and we want to thank you for listening. Make sure you check out all the other podcasts on the State Horn Podcast Network, and we'll see you next week for the next episode of No Limits. That was the limit. Peace.